This is Wag Die Weekly, the show that covers everything about Wag Die, the interactive fantasy adventure that combines rich lore, role playing mechanics, and a community of creators that bring the Forsaken Lands to life in an immersive game where there's only one true constant. We are all going to die. I'm your host, Desai, in the studio today, along with Poof and King Offling trying to uh, recover from his Twitter crash. Um, how's it going, Poof? Hey, what's up? And I've got, uh, I'm very sick still, but uh, so <laughs> I have a raspy voice, but I love that intro. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What's, uh, what are you, is it, we're talking about the common cold? It is a flu, just a normal flu Yikes. of some kind. Did you get your flu shot? I did. Okay. I did. I did not. It's a super flu. Uh, be careful. Everyone's got the flu, so. Yeah. We'll see if uh, the one constant applies to me here. Yikes. We'll see how I go. How's the partner? Uh, also sick, so. <laughs> just everyone's oh, sick. Big sad. It's fine. Uh, King what Hawk? is up, King? Yo, gang. How we doing? Happy Yuletide holiday fun. I hope everybody is enjoying this exhausting week. And uh, we're we're here to unwind with some, some good wag dye. Welcome to our Yuletide episode. We're just going to kick it back a bit. Um, and, we'll, I mean, we'll hit our, our, um, our similar beats, right? But then I think community highlights we just have a more casual shout out time that i think people will enjoy yeah i think this is uh this is this is the fun one you know it's been it's been a year i mean god it's been half a year or over half a year already this community has been together we minted in in early june so you know it's like six months being together wow yeah (laughs) i know crazy um it really feels like very recent yeah, I mean, and I guess six months isn't that long, considering how much has happened and how much has been done. But holy crap! It's not just that, but like you know, like yeah, like a ton has happened in um, all of Web three in those six months. But I feel like Wagdai is one of those projects that, like, despite you know the promise of nothing, <laughs> has delivered a lot. And we've you know since. Wagdai Weekly started. We've been we've had so much to talk about every single week um, with this project. Um, whether that's you know new lore pieces, community character developments, you know the first the metadata updates, new tokens of Concord, new puzzles, new game mechanics, fate of Wagdai updates, the the metadata, you know the the character names and and all these all these different you know things being added to the project slowly over time. The map, Jesus, there's like there's been no shortage of stuff and. I think like at this, this like post six month mark year end mark, like looking back and kind of going over some of our favorite parts, um, some of our hopes for, for next year, as well as, you know, our usual wrap ups and, 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 you know, uh, current content um, coverage, uh, I think will be a nice little year end treat, but poof, thank you for joining us on this episode, dude. Yeah. I feel bad. I've been like absent because I've been like sick and like, my job gets crazy right now, but um, it's good to be hanging out with y'all and uh, reflecting. 
And we are doing a fun little giveaway for this um, space, courtesy of Itabashi Metro. We are um, raffling off one of Lost Cowboy's wag pieces, um, Dark Blades. If you check the, uh, I should pin the tweet. Hold on, actually. Um, just give it a like and retweet and leave a nice comment below. And uh, at the end of the spaces, we'll, uh, we'll select one winner. I'm trying to pin this. Oh, dude! Like all the last of the the art, Wag Die Artist Guild pieces are just like getting snatched up real quick right now. I love it. Yeah, Roland actually has the auction on his. It might have literally just ended. Two minutes. It's I got. Think. It's got. We have one minute left, and then and then one minute or two minutes on the Kilgore. I see. I I just happened to grab um, the the last edition. I, I've been juggling my ETH all week, but uh, finally grabbed. Both uh, one each of the Phoenix and the Ultimate Freedom editions from Arena because I love those pieces and so um, finally got myself some Wag art. And I think this might be Alpha, but you know she she burned those real life paintings, and I think she's planning to do some kind of giveaway with the ashes of them to some of the holders. So uh, I guess stay tuned for that. But uh, let, let's start off our segment with going over the main adventure storyline. I like how you framed the entire past six months of Wagdai King. That was helpful. So it's ended with our most recent chapter, the Tower of the Ark Magus. 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 Whatever. And um, it was our second community-led Wagdai dungeon experience. How did you find it overall? Uh, as a dungeon, like it, it, it was good. I think it used the like good parts of the framework of the burrow, you know, it, having multiple choice options. There were um, cause and effect sorts of things. Uh, I, I would have liked to have better like glinting at like some of the things that we didn't get to see. You know, there's always like value in you know, showing a player the things that they could have done um, past tense. But overall, I think it was a solid dungeon run um, that was really taken to the next level by its conclusion. Yeah, let's just, I think most of you guys were there for the actual run, but let's just summarize a, a bit of the pieces. So we arrived at the Tower of the Archmages. Um, we're told through the voice of the the Archmages, I suppose, through the crystal, right? That we have to collect these four pieces scattered throughout the tower in order to enter his inner chamber. And that the beasts created by the Arcane Council are lurking around. So, you know, we go and we collect and Wagdai die and get burned. And ultimately, we, we get through and we help find the Seer Stone. We're given a choice into whether we want to let the Arcane Council split it for us or to kill them. Um, it was a very close vote. It must have been like 47% um, to 53 or something like that. And we, we chose to spare. So I, wanted to, we, I wanted to kill them. <laughs> we know. <laughs> and Prince was pretty uh, bloodthirsty too, I think, because his character died. Um but it was a close vote, and so they split the stone. Everyone got a Sears gem who participated in that, the 30th token of Concord. And then, of course, the big reveal that Merlin was a part of this the whole time, 
and he drops some sick animation made pixel animation of of him decimating the three arcane council members and growing his sword soul eater as as uh as the consequence um so so that's the gist of it now there were several i want to say maybe five or six lore drops prior to the big reveal at the conclusion um i have a sound bite right here i'll play it hopefully the audio is good What did you think of that that reveal, King? Uh, that was actually pretty hard to hear. <laughs> I'm not gonna Yikes. lie. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, I mean, me and me and Hamdo had that bet running whether or not the Arcane Council created Shu Smiles, but turns out in the end it was Child of Her that they created, which is a, an interesting. Like that's one of the seventeen we hadn't had any real information about yet. Um, you know, it, it's long been speculated that. Um, you know, it, it, she came from a time when like the two, you know, had become one for a while, but, um, it's cool to finally get some certainty here was the arcane council has, uh, created her. Um, so, uh, I'm curious to see what happens in her story after, um, birth and like, you know, what do you do when you're in the world and you're a demigod of sorts? What do you think of her appearance? Because now we know she's, quote unquote, the offspring, right, of Mother Agora and the Nameless Serpent. Do you see it? Yeah, I've always I've always seen that. Um, like it's it's been plain as day that she, that child of her to, to me, it's been plain as day that child of her is, is an amalgam of the two. All right. All right. I yeah, it was a big surprise for me. I think, you know, we were looking at Kilgore and child of her just kind of came left out of left field um so fun little reveal um some some other lore dumps earlier maybe the day before the actual dungeon run um there was an opportunity for community members to ask the archmages questions right and we got the answers live during the spaces do you king i don't know if you have that in front of you um, or I don't have everybody's. Of... Yeah, I don't have everybody's questions, but I know like m- my one that I cared about. <laughs> I know that one for sure. Okay, um, go for it. But, yeah, so like I was curious, what defines a cycle? And it was spelled out that a cycle is defined by a choice, which isn't particularly helpful in terms of like gamifying anything or understanding how to like conclude the cycle but at some point in time there will come a choice or a series of choices that will define the the end of this cycle and the start of the next so i think in terms of like how that changes how we play going forward it's less of like oh maybe this will start a cycle or maybe that'll start a cycle and you know uh if it's not a, a clear, I mean, a choice, there's a lot of choices in this game, but um, uh, I think it'll be a clearly defined choice um, that we choose whether or not it's time uh, to rotate. I, I like their explanation of that. I don't think it was particularly surprising, uh, but I thought it was a fun 
atypical way to define a passage of time, right? I think that was cool. Um, some other reveals. We learned that there are 17 map fragments to the Forsaken Lanes. How many do we have now? Six. Damn. We I, are at six map. If I'm not mistaken, I can go double check, but I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure we're, we're only at six. Let me take a look right now. Because one of the pieces, the Turlo piece, doesn't that round up the top as well? Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, we're yeah. the The Turlo piece is definitely the top of the map. I'm certain there's nothing nothing higher than that. I think we get that one piece to the left of the primordial lands, north of the the wound. That's uh, going to be a little banana shaped, and then uh, you know, fifteen more. <laughs> it somewhere. doesn't add up, right? I it. I mean, well, let me let me dig in through the 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 Concord of Research because I. I did a speculation. I did like calculated surface area of each map right. piece, averaged them out, calculated if the church, if the church of her is center to the map and we have our first radius calculating to the top of the map, how round is this whole thing? So I did a bunch of math. So I'm curious to see now how right I was. And then there's the, the added thing that could make it higher or whatever is like, there's also stuff that's like not on the the 2d map right oh i like, see like the burrow is like the burrow piece. is an entirely new piece that is not that would be an addition to whatever math you did offline so how many pieces are there like that oh good okay that, that's a great point i don't appreciate you discrediting my math before i've even no, seen them right no, they just said screw screw your math we got even more <laughs> fair enough it's somewhere in here. I gotta well, dig it. Isn't out. Josiah the cartographer anyway? Shouldn't he know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm just a front man. It's obviously Prince and Rolinorama being uh, fair, fair. But that's not okay. So see, that makes. I'm wondering now if the burrow was underground. Is the kingdom of enlightenment above land? Like, is that something that's well, hovering? Yeah, I mean, considering it's within Yorn's hole, like, I'm certain it's in the air. Hmm. For silence, what are you thinking? Welcome up. Eh, not sure. King, King's quick math. Um, I'd like to hear more what you guys think. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Like, some of the areas are not going to be... Like, think about any good RPG. Like, you have a map, you enter an important area and you have like a sub map for that specific area. <clears throat> so I don't know. Um, Prince is in, in the audience. He could probably tell us. Yeah. I'm reading his comments in the library and he doesn't know shit. Yeah. All right. I, I, I found, I found my original math, my map math. Average average piece width was 480 pixels. Average height, 360. Average piece area was 173,000 pixels. The diameter of the map was 1750 pixels. Total area, 2.41 million pixels. Uh, it, the, anyway, the, after doing all of that, I, I estimated there, there would be 15 map pieces. Um, so I wasn't far For off. But 15, I was... and then plus the burrow, wow. plus one more. Seventeen. Mm. Bam. Wow. Ooh. That sounds pretty uh, There we go. Could be good. Could be good. And then Wag Wag Die World Two, right? I think that's an additional five to ten. Yeah, you do uh you mean like Super Mario World is like Wag Die World Two? 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to the water levels. Those are my favorite, says no one ever. There's no water, actually. That's something I just thought about. Isn't there a trade that's like talking about a lake, but there's no water so far? I don't know how these people drink. That's something like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of typical across these fantasy world maps, right? That there's a big river or body of water running through the entire thing, the entire breadth of it. I don't see that in the Forsaken Lands. It was super funny. Back when we had this one uh, pirate-oriented project that wanted to do one of our, like, Wagdai battles with us, and I was trying to, like, you know, uh, find a spot on the map for, like, this is where their boat landed, and it's like, uh, <laughs> there's no water here. I kind of put them in the swamps of the treaty as, like, a hope, because there's kind of, there's, there's, oh, there's I don't swamps. Know. Yeah, there's swamps, so there's some water somewhere. Every Everybody's drinking swamp water is essentially how this works. That's incredible. It explains <laughs> so much about the attitudes in the in, in the Wagda universe. That's why there's only one constant. Everyone's just constantly dying. Oh, oh, and there, diseases. there is the little uh, lake that the glutton lives in. Oh, you're right. There, yeah, there's a yeah. little pool of water there. So there's two spots. That's how, and she makes soup, right? So that's how she gets the water for the soup. It's in the little lake. Yeah, there's a there's some water there's here. There's beer. There's alcohol or noxium beer. Watch next map piece is going to get revealed. Well, I mean, actually, speaking of next map piece to get revealed, one of the things you know uh, that we learned about Kilgore through the the Arcane Council joint is that he went to a uh, a frozen place. So. I don't know where on the map would really fit that. I mean, it's pretty hot up in Turlotown, but maybe like off to the northeast, there's like some opportunity there. Or maybe this is not like a, you know, a, a Earth-centric style, north is cold kind of thing. It could be down, you know, south of the Treaty Land as well. Did, did you guys uh, grow up with Lego Bionicles? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know of them. Yes, <laughs> they they had you know they have their land maps like Madanui, right? And each each sector is is um, characterized by the elements. So you have the snow, the water, the jungle, the underground. They, there's some of that here. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how the climate's going to change rapidly with with the the frozen wastes is what they called it, where Kilgore. The grave of the of the god killers are frozen, and we have to go venture there to unlock their concord. So maybe that's going to be an option for the next vote. We'll see. Um, another thing that was mentioned, um, Lost Cowboy asked the question about She Who Smiles, and uh, we were told that she is the balancer and that she's always been here. I think that makes a lot of sense. The stones were mentioned. Their locations are lost. And the druids actually have stones that are derived from the main stone. I think it, it, Archmage says something like that. And so, you know, we, we have a token of Concord revealed, right? No, we don't. We have to look for the Stone of Zoe. I mean, people want the Stone of Zoe real bad. So, uh, if, I mean, because what, I mean, Why if they want it, what's the, what is it about it? It like, killed the treaty. So it has <laughs> no. It, it leaves I the, that was just the normal rock, the just like a rock. 
the the uh, Stone of Zoe is one of the three tokens we need to like juice up Luda's compass to find wherever he is. Oh, uh, is that the last one actually? Indeed. Ah, uh, okay, got it, got it, got it. So I think those are those are all the questions we had answered, and of course, um, in the audio itself, it made reference to Mischievio and Council of Six, who are kind of fucking around with their questions. Um, but so all in all, I feel like pretty satisfied with with the amount of lore we got out of the entire dungeon crawl. And so, you know, I don't want to mention the crawl without explicitly mentioning the man behind it. I, I need to know, King, did you know it was Merlin? No. <laughs> ah, okay. Her silence. Did you know it was Merlin? No, no. I mean, I made a joke about it. But I, I, I didn't believe it. You know what I mean? I, I was just trying to compare. I was saying it was Mer- I, I was saying it was Merlin or solar panel, and then I implied that Merlin was solar panel. It was a joke. I, I, I did not believe that it was actually Merlin. In hindsight, like there's a ton of little clues, <laughs> but uh, you know that's the way it goes. Um, I, uh, I, I, I like it. I like it when community members step up and do these things and this is actually i think the first time we've had a community run dungeon or a side dungeon uh run by a community member who kind of revealed it was them at the end of the day uh which is something that i think um you know like there's often there's there's a very big question about like you know what's what's worth hiding what's worth showing you know how much do you reveal how much do you not reveal that kind of thing can be a bit of a an interesting like meta game in itself. Um, and it's got me thinking a lot about like things that I want to do in the project going forward. Um, I'm not particularly a fan of, of like, I, you know, I like getting credit for the things I do. Maybe that's the problem, but like, you know, I don't think I, I want to hide the, uh, the, the stuff that I'm doing. I like, I like the idea of letting people know that, Hey, this is an adventure that I'm running. So like, tone yourself appropriately to my level of like killing you. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think for a lot of people when there's a smaller account and they find it, there is some sort of, you know, from the other side of the spectrum, there's this feeling of discovery, you know, and then the whole mystery of, is this a real account? Is this related to the main account? Is this canon? And then next thing you know, you have two or three people involved and you have 10 people and you have, everybody just like conspiring together to try and figure this thing out. And that, that is a lot of fun, but I see what you're saying about um, doing it from a known perspective, like as King's dungeon is, is instead of a random new character. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I mean, I feel like if I'm doing it as like obscured and uh, under a pseudonym or whatever, or alt account, then if it's good, I can reveal myself and like, you know, be like, Hey, you know, this is the thing that I enjoy or, or just let people enjoy it. And if it's bad, you know, like I never have to deal with that burden, but I kind of dig the pressure of everybody being like, this is, this is King's dungeon, you know, like, is it going to be good or is it going to be shit? And we're going to like, you know, you know, let, let them hear it for sure. That's just like the way it is in, in game design, you know, like your name is there all the time. So, um, I, I I'm used to that process. Uh, and I think it's kind of important to like good, good design in some respects. 
Cha, well, there you go. Um, but anybody who's making content for this community, you're doing a good job. There, don't don't get hung up on do I reveal, not reveal. Do it the way you want to do it. That's a beautiful thing about this community and the way things go. Like there are no damn rules. There's no official way of doing anything. Like we've all got our own styles and preferences and ways we create, and that's variety. Um, like last week we talked about like 15 different types of like community lore content and it's all great because it's so different that freshness is like a thing that we all i think really appreciate and enjoy so do not like take this as like a a a guide or a how-to or a you should like this is just you know how i intend to when i bring my dungeon to the table you'll know it's mine and you will fear it what was your um favorite community lark uh so far if you guys have one like moment, I guess I should say, not like an entire like tell me all about Merlin or whatever, but like what moment like were were you just like so impressed by? I don't know. Do you have a moment that really like struck? Because I, I have one. Well, you, mm-hmm. I've got one, but poof, you got one. All right, y'all go first. I got to think about it. I mean, it's really for me. It's really hard to top julian's escape on the balloons (laughs) like that for me was like peak content um yeah that was that was the top of my list (laughs) it's very very good like it's just that right level of like silly and fun but also like gave the community something to do with the little mini game so and shout out to roland for 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 helping with that um and it i don't know it was just one of those things that, you know, it involved a lot of people from the dark blade guild going after him. It put his character directly at risk. Like for me, that's LARP of the year. Yeah, I, think that, I think that, that was one of mine, but I remember there was a moment like when I joined the project, there was a moment where I had these great experiences from the main account. And we kind of talked about, user created content like we had talked about LARPing and things like that but I think the moment that like opened my eyes and I was like wow this could be really cool like this is super exciting right was the first time we were in that space and I think you were there with me King and um Laertes came up and like LARPed in the middle of a non-LARP space and that I was like what just happened really really wow was that it just blew my mind like that was just so exciting to me and that like turned my um my whole perception like i was just completely focused on the main account and then i realized like wow this could be that that's when the moment clicked for me how much fun this could be yeah that that was a super super fun moment because it's also like i mean i remember the conversations after that too because we were like did Wagdai send, like, did they hire a voice actor to come in and, like, do this? <laughs> like, throw throw this in the spaces, but no, nah, man, it's Julian, baby. Um, the, the I, I, I will also say, you know, um, on the content production side, uh, working with Julian and, and Merlin and Chen, Uh, I got to give credit to all three of them, but especially Lost Cowboy because man was willing, like we had some back and forth. I'm not going to lie. It was tough, like negotiating the terms of our duel, but 
um, you know, at the end of the day, we, we settled on something completely equitable that put both of us at incredible risk <laughs> and, uh, you know, would, would forever change the, the story of our characters based on, uh, the roll of the dice. Um, you know, my, I'm, I'm still dealing with the, the ramifications of, of that in, in my storyline. And it's not, uh, you know, I haven't been able to go back to stalwart haven't, you know, all these, all these things from losing that fight. And, you know, Chen was at just as much of a risk having never lost a fight himself, you know? Um, so I, I want to throw some love to lost cowboy for, for that moment as a personal highlight that was it that's the time when i felt like the most into the story was when another player was willing to step up and like you know throw down with me but what about you josiah for me it would have to be the loss not the the ruin shrine the ruin shrine reveal um one of one of the final videos or the penultimate one was a drop on the eighth protector and it, for me, it kind of just coalesced everything together about the lore of Yuria and what would, we would later find out to be Merlin's entire motivation for, for that chapter of his character. It brought a lot of things together. And for me, it was the what I think it was literally the first big community member driven reveal. Um, and that was really special to to witness. So that's it's that one for me. Yeah, I think it, these are all great ones, too, as we think about it. I think actually for me, I think we're all being personal here, too, because I think overall the balloons, that was the that was the best in my mind. I don't know. Just like that. That's kind of my I'm always the joke, like more of a humor person. So uh, but I, I love, you know, Merlin's story and King's story and all the different stories. I also Let's not forget about some of the stories that, uh, you know, they feel like they were so long ago, weirdly. But, like, uh, what was the name of the, like, assistant to the stalwart who got just slaughtered? Oh, Bobbert. 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 I loved Bobbert. That was another character I loved. So, like, stuff like that was incredible. And then, uh, for me, like, not, not the best, like, thing, but one of the best moments to me was, like, just starting to do the bald burner thing on my own, just as like a bizarre joke that I was taking too far. And then like y'all like thinking it was like some conspiracy. I don't even know how it happened that y'all figured out that it was me. I can't even remember, but um, that was the funnest part for me. Cause like, I wasn't planning any reveal. I was just going to go do it. It just, just, it was just for fun and I wasn't going to share anything about it. But um that was that was the most fun for me, and then getting the ball burner actually accidentally killed was also a great one in the tournament. Just straight getting killed. I was like so arrogant after the first battle where the ball burner did incredible, and it was so dramatic, and then just to get totally nuked right away. It's hilarious. I don't know if you've heard it, but not the not the most recent episode, but the one prior of the uh the wag die recap podcast is literally just the legend of the bald burner like it's a complete like interstitial episode but uh i think it i think it does that whole period of the yeah you need to hear it i'll have to go listen to that yes a perfect segue into our our next segment about community characters up and updates um errant is a great one he dropped his video i'm gonna say two days ago 
um, Aaron, who also goes by Sisab, I see your present down there. His uh, production value, I feel like, has just skyrocketed. The video opens with two of his characters and they're conversing into what, the, the way I described it, it was like the games I used to play on the Game Boy Advance of with the pixel chat boxes going on. And uh, he's been killing it with his AI-generated images too. So that one is really fun. He, he uh, caps it with a vote. Um, let's see if I can actually find it and pin it. Have you guys seen that one? I don't think I've seen a vote recently. I've seen, I saw there, yeah, the style where it's like the slow text. I've been wanting to go reproduce that somehow. Yeah, that's what you mean, right? Like it's, uh, I've, I've been watching these. They're great. Like, yeah, you, they have the um, the chat box and the, the text. Yeah, on it's it. so good. Actually, yeah, you should share one on the space because they're incredible. Okay, I, oh, did I not? Okay, it should be. Um, yeah, he said he was inspired by Arcane Council. Arcane Council was the first one I've seen do this, I think. Put put on that 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 text box with the words going across it. Um, but check it out. Vote for his story. There's six votes on it so far and 12 hours left. Um, so interested to see where he takes this. Um, our next community character highlight. Oh, The Lost Pilgrim issue number two, Serpentine. I read that earlier this week. And um, maybe uh, to summarize, uh, that that's done by Brennan64, and it's his second issue. So in, in Brennan's comic, there's the main protagonist who's unnamed, but it's a female thief. And she sneaks into the, the rich tower of this uh, judge magistrate and tries to steal from him. And so what results is her getting caught and her trying to escape. And it's all beautifully drawn and texted. It's in black and white, too. Um, so interesting aesthetic that he's imposed upon it. But that one has been really enjoyable to read. It's, it's super easy to digest, right? You, you just kind of click through the images and, and whatnot. So he released his second one titled Serpentine. Um, and the free mint for that is coming out soon. Maybe a week or so, I want to say. I think we'll do it, yeah, like next week. And then there's like a fun mechanic that this was Brennan's idea where there's going to be like it ends on this kind of like choice. Um, mm. If you read the comic and his comic skills are incredible because like um, I love comics and his style is like exactly the style that I'm obsessed with and everything. So I'm so pleased to get to help. Um, but his basically, yeah, we're going to go do something where like, I, I don't think we've fully decided yet, but probably like we'll let y'all and us collectively vote on the path by burning wag dies in one direction or another, something like that. Probably. Oh, damn. That'd be fun. Interesting. All right. Looking forward to it. King, yeah, um, any thoughts? Um, yeah, dude, I'm really hype on the idea of adding choice to the end of things. Like, I, I think that, um, I mean, this is a little commentary, not 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 just on the on Aaron's update here, but like anybody who's doing LARPing uh, or making a LARP thread for their character, like offering choice to the community is a really good uh, idea. It's engaging. Uh, 
it's fun for you. <laughs> like, I think it, you know, it's, it's one thing you can have fun telling a story, but like getting that feedback is a big part of what role-playing is about, you know? And uh, whether, whether you're doing that through randomization on dice or through, through choice uh, offered to the community, getting something that you don't control in the mix it keeps you fresh and adapting, but also surprising yourself with, with what's to come. So, um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm really in, uh, glad to hear that the, uh, lost pilgrim comic is going to have some element of choice. Cause that just makes it all the more interesting. Lost cowboy. Welcome up. What are you thinking? What's up y'all? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkahs. Um, happy Kwanzaa's. Um, I just wanted to say uh, thank you to everyone who was like putting down on the auctions. Thank you to Pooh for almost selling out all the stuff. He literally went in there and ran through. Tally right now is also in an auction battle. And um, I don't know. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who's uh, who picked up a piece and uh, who's just been, I don't know, supporting us in, in some form and way. So thank you. Yeah, I thank you for, again, like everyone, the insane amount of content, incredible art, like, just fucking awesome, honestly. Oh, dude, I'll get anything you guys put out, ever. Like, same, yeah, it's just, like, so good, and it's, like, just, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, and I'm not just, like, sucking your, uh, oh, I can't say that on, it was recorded. I'm not just uh, blowing smoke up your rear. Yes, because you guys are in the project. Like, dude, you guys are talented. Like, okay, like Brennan, family, dude. Brennan can come up with. He can pump out so much stuff so quickly and so like, not just art, but like storylines and everything. Like, dude, the guy like he has cards. He has his comic book. Like, he's put together more comics in a short time than another NFT project I'm in that has like a paid freaking artist, right? Like, the guy's just incredible, right? Roland, super talented. Like, we can all look at it. Roland, like, first of all, like, the guy's a sweetheart. So talented. The, the pixel art he's doing is just mind-blowing. And, um, like, his ability to just, like, pump out, like, good pixel. Like, I'll tell you guys more about this later. But Roland is very talented, right? And, dude, Cowboy, you're just metal as fuck, dude. Like, I don't know how else to say it, dude. You're, you like... Your shit's like metal as fuck, man. I love it. So don't think I'm just minting this shit because I like you guys and because you put out something that has her silence in it, even though, yeah, I will always like mint out anything that's her silence related. But you guys are rad, man. All of you guys are super rad. And like beyond this project, I hope you guys continue to grow in what you're doing. And like, I hope that people, other people buy your shit and you make lots of fucking money and you can retire and live on a beach or whatever the fuck, you know? same like that's the main thing like because and i think that's what makes it so enjoyable this whole thing is like the talent level of everyone in their own way is nuts like legitimately nuts it's not just oh we're you know and hey i i do that too like if if i i also like you guys a lot but just the true talent is nuts is out of control like just yeah Hey, I don't mean to disrupt this uh, very warm sentiment going around right now, uh, but it does seem that the official account God has, damn it. 
has dropped some more. <laughs> the timing is just like, fuck you guys. There's definitely a little bit of like, oh yeah, I know that there's going to be something. So they have to. It's <laughs> so annoying. Oh, it is. Uh, it is. It is good. <laughs> it is good. Uh, so there are. Uh, uh, I'll let you if you can pin them, um, Josiah. Uh, oh, you already did. Okay, good. Uh, the Forsaken Lands are quiet for a time. Foolish pilgrim, are you prepared? What will you choose? And we've got these two gifts of. Uh, looks like searing and nameless serpent scale and then that book that we've seen since the beginning of this whole thing but we have never encountered um is is there and it looks like they've got a completely like a lot of art um into this so very very good even the different hands are shaped different what the fuck yeah um, like why the book of the seer that's like the one that we don't have I know. Um, well, yeah, but but like the the, the 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 thing that's getting me is like I would not make different hands for these. <laughs> why would? Why are there different hands? Um, but the 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 big juice here is your your powers shall soon grow. One five twenty twenty three. So it looks like January fifth. Um, uh, we are going to have our searing opened. And here I am screenshotting the pictures and trying to read the damn circle and all the hieroglyphics. That's what this game does to me. <laughs> Never mind the, the plain text that literally says the date. <laughs> it's there's hidden, there's it's clues the inside of the clues, man. There's something special. What do the runes mean? Are those, what are those? Are those runes or something? There's clues in the clues, man. So I'm, I'm so curious funny. if they're each each talk is going to have its own unique animation or if what we're seeing are more like different screenshots in the stages of it. Right. Even with the hands, like the, the animation is that will run through both of its current forms or I, yeah, I don't know how detailed is this thing going to be? I think, I think, I I think you're going exciting. too far into it. I think that's a really cool animation and that's about it. We're going to go into a menu, we're going to click some buttons, and then we're going to see a PFP that changes. I don't think there's going to be any... Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... <laughs> I think you're going way too deep probably... into that. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I feel like it's probably that, yeah. Especially since, like, you've kind of seen the, like, keepers have been kind of, like, leaking bits, so I think this is, like, the art uh, this is what you imagine yeah. in your yeah, head when you're clicking the buttons. That's what you think. That's what you want to imagine. That's what you imagine. Yeah. Well, I think it's like, you know, like each and like if you've made art or like, you know, probably Lost Cowboy, you know better than most. Like, it just takes a lot of time and energy and effort. So, like, usually it feels like we get like one like centerpiece item of art per major event you know like one landing big like i'm still uh, my favorite of all time is still the uh the corpse or whatever the carapace whatever it was at the end of the void the the lost serpent then that thing was the best that was my favorite my favorite was the pu man i'll never forget when we saw the map and she was just the whole thing i was like oh we got played oh that was so good yeah Dude, my like favorite like was definitely. Feet. There's always that end, like boom. Oh, go ahead, her sounds. Oh, dude, I was just gonna say my my favorite was definitely fucking her trumpet, little B. But maybe I'm biased. 
for me, that it was that was like, nice. oh yeah, it was for, sorry. It was, for me, it was going to say is that it was getting that second map piece, you know, that when we went to the, the, the swamps of the treaty and it was like, for the first time, I was so stoked when I, I thought we had five locations to explore in this world. It was just, there's the church and there's the fortress and there's crow's den. And then there's the forest over here and the ruined kingdoms. And we can go to all five of those guys and, and it's going to be a huge adventure. And, and I had no fucking idea. And that second map piece dropped and it's like, Oh yeah. And here's a table that's like six months later, still barely filled. And the art on the map is good. I'm just gonna say that too. It, 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 it freak, I, I see that more frequently than anything in the in the chat is is people dropping. What is this on the map? What is that on the map? There's a lot of little detail on there. Yeah. So searing, January fifth, twenty twenty three. Where will you guys be? I mean, at my desk. <laughs> Where else am I gonna <laughs> be? I'm gonna have my hands like that into one of two different poses. Shoving these tokens into my body. Where will the lost pilgrim be? I mean, I, I'm. You guys are saying I'm reading too much into it. I'm seeing the stone background, right? We're gonna go to the catacombs, right? Can we expect that? Yeah, I think that's definitive in my mind. I don't know. You know what I'm getting here? Actually, now I I am reading between the lines here, but. Okay, let's say hypothetically Cowboy's right and that, you know, we're not going to have one of these graphics for every single talk there is. I think the only thing that we can therefore infer from these two images is that this Book of the Seared and the Nameless Serpent Scale are equivalents um, within the dynamic of the two. I mean, I think we had already vastly presumed that about this theoretical book that we still haven't run into. But the fact that it's existed since the dawn and uh, it's one of the two things that we have gotten animations for in this um, release here, I think it's fair to say that if and when we do pursue the mother agora holy holiness light path um that'll be the thing that we may find cowboy i think um if you think about how long it might take an artist to make it and you think about the timeline of maybe when they asked them to make it and then you think about the second to last token we received was the scale so i was thinking maybe you know scale we skipped the gem because they didn't know we were gonna get it and then uh, this book that you keep mentioning is just like that thing that uh, they just keep plugging in because they know that it's got you guys hooked. So I think I think they listen and I think they 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 use accordingly to to what we 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 give them. You know what the cool thing about the book is that the image they just released of it, the book of the seared, it's different than the first image they they released back in the summer when Euler first was highlighting the top. I was trying to look for it. Do you know where it is? Yeah. It's, um, honestly, if you go to my YouTube channel and click the video, that's, that's probably the easiest way to identify it. But the perspective is different because normally like, maybe I'm just like thinking about this a lot from doing like weird AI art stuff, but like, yeah, it's like faced in a direction. That's not the typical, you know, the token is typically, like, kind of the same. It's kind of like a straight-on view, maybe from, like, the side. 
versus this one's like it's like tilted up like that. Like we haven't really had a token like that. I think you're right. It is different. I don't know if that means anything. I just think it means there's a different piece of art for it. <laughs> I I think we could have had this book already. If you actually think about it, you know, like oh, totally. We that that 100%. time there was that beam of light, you know, coming out of the church and we like chose to ignore it <laughs> and go like, I don't know, frolic in the woods or whatever. Like there's a million times we could have showed devotion at the church and like possibly gotten to this thing. But we, it, you know, the consequences of us ignoring that for so long is, um, you know, brought, brought us to the nameless serpent scale way before um, the book ever presented itself. Yeah. I, I think it was the, um, that worm part that kind of derailed us from it. Yeah. I think it's also like super interesting. Cause like, we kind of like, I guess we kind of like, if I just thought about like what I thought it would be the whole thing at the beginning, beginning, I was just like, okay, it's like binary opposition of, you know, two forces and you bounce between them. And we like clearly actually chose Agora at the beginning, theoretically, right? Um, and then you think about like the choices since then. So like, it feels like there's definitely a path that could have just been hardcore agora right it could have even i guess started at like not saving rita and then just kind of like having uh what was the guy's name remo remo you could just have him hanging out still chilling it's funny it's actually funny to think about the, all the different weird paths now that you could that we could have taken because clearly like it is somewhat dynamic in terms of all the different options Yep, all the audio files of pouches that we didn't get to hear that the devs prepared because y'all voted to slit his throat in the hole. Oh, are there actually, was there recordings of that? Or wait, how? what do you mean? Is that a real <laughs> thing? Or is that... It has to thing? be, right? <laughs> uh, man. But looking do you, forward but to the it... Question is, the question is... Do you want to know if you could look, if you could glimpse into the multiverse and see all of the choices, the different paths we could have taken, would you want to look, would you want to peer behind the curtain and know the unknowable for me personally? I know y'all all care. I do not care. <laughs> I don't care to like, I don't need to know. I don't think it's important to know. But I never care about spoilers. I'm like the only person who doesn't care about that at all. Just personally. Because I think I don't, I don't uh, care really what the artist has to say or a creator has to say about work. I just don't really think it's relevant. So then I'm like, oh, okay. It doesn't really change anything. If they had like a different idea or the process that they like come up with something. If that makes sense. Yeah, I'd like to, at the end of it, I think I'd like to look back and see all the roots and the, the you know, the different paths we could have taken. Just like, um, you know, that Netflix show, not show, movie Bandersnatch might have came out like four years ago. The first quote unquote, choose your own adventure movie. You know, it's like that, you know, if, if you're satisfied with the storyline, sometimes you go through it for the experience and then you don't care to revisit it. Right. But sometimes you want to go through and see all the different outcomes. And so once you've reached one conclusion or the end, right? So at the end of, you know, when we get all the 17 pieces, sure. I'd like to pull back the curtain and see 
pouches become the 19th i think that would be awesome but right now in the in the in the process of it i don't mind at all but like how does that even how do you even deliver that like functionally is it we wag dies over snap hands right it's it's done dev just hands over a hard drive of like everything that was ever worked on or theorized or whatever that would be very funny i don't think it really works that way right because i think about like and again this is another reason why i like it like what i enjoy about dark souls is the uh like just tons of junk that is just jammed in there in different concepts that like in the original if you went all the way back pre-internet ease of or not pre-internet but like pre-ease of like information about dark souls it wasn't even popular like there was so much shit that like people like literally like for like a year didn't know existed in the game just like weird things like the fact that like there's this whole other path that you could take that like totally disrupts all of your knowledge of the path that most people took in the game that's like extremely hard to go unlock um that reveals like completely different lore and narrative but like people just went years without figuring that out like all of those things that are more like inter inside the text are generally like i don't know that i enjoy that so i think you're right king like i don't mind like i think it would be interesting to go see all the different choices but i don't know if it really like it doesn't like inform how i read the work if that makes sense because like well, it's I mean, the same thing with Dark Souls, there's all kinds of like concept books, and you would do like a book. I feel like of like, oh, here's different sketches and stuff. But like, it's kind of interesting, but it's not. It's not really part of the true story. If that it's makes like sense. going to see a magic show, and then while the magician's on stage, right after his show, you're like, okay, cool. Now show us how you did it all. It's like, damn, you're not letting any of the, you know magic even seep into it's a very 2022 thing of of living i think it's like it's like you, it's like you <laughs> want to experience it and then you also want to know how they did it and and, and what went behind and it's like there's no, no magic to experience anymore that's so I, true i also think that it's kind of impossible like even if we did get that hard drive you know that has every written note every you know plan whatever like there are still so many things through the creative process that just never make it you know into record um like i'm certain if like i go back through the wiki and there's like some old stuff from the first couple weeks you know there's just lines in there that i'm like i have i I have no idea what the fuck that is and there's never been a callback to it and like Maybe it was a half-formed idea that, like, didn't really get pursued. Like, the community just didn't, like, get interested in it. So there was no development. And that happens in, like, Dungeons & Dragons all the time. When you're running a game for the players, like, you throw out fish hooks here and there, and, like, some of them just don't get any interest, so you don't really follow up on that. And, like, at most, you've got, like, Princess was actually a rabbit, as your like only note for the whole thing. And like, it doesn't mean anything because nothing was ever pursued in that. And so, you know, I think 
the truth is the only person who or, or persons who are go, ever going to have the totality of information that we seek and truly be able to look behind all the curtains and everything are, uh, you know, whoever is creating this story to begin with, who we still don't fucking know. <laughs> Hilariously. Well, it's you, but yeah. Um, or it's actually her sound. Sorry, but I think how dare you? Thing- how dare you? <laughs> The one other thing, sorry, I just, I think about this type of thing a lot because I love, you know, I don't know. I love this type of narrative and all that other stuff. I think, like, there's an interesting, this actually goes to what Cowboy was saying, like, there's this interesting, like, modern approach. And this is the one thing that bothers me about Dark Souls or sometimes where I will have a different view on, like, things sometimes than you guys even, but, like, I, like, truly don't care as much about, like, what the truth is of the story, if that makes sense. Because, like, to your point, like, one, in almost all literature or TV series or whatever, there's going to be, like, different strands or ideas or concepts that are played with that, like, aren't finished. Um, And that sometimes, like, I often think about David Lynch just as an example. Like, I don't actually like him i don't really like the movies or the shows i don't think he's very smart honestly just that's my personal thing but like there are moments and concepts and things that he tries and runs with that are really interesting and i love that and i just consume that but i feel like um one thing sorry i'm getting off track but like one thing that happens in the dark souls community which is kind of funny to me is like they want to go like decode the truth of something like oh we figured out because like in this one part there's like this statue that has this thing and it's like a very like literal textual like decomposition which sometimes is fun but then they'll like kind of like through that process miss the point or the beauty of like something else that was happening if you know what i mean it's like similar to the magic show thing it's like well part of it's just like this whole process and being tricked and everything else and, like, if it's truly about, like, what's the actual mechanics and actual truth of the whole thing, then you kind of lose it. Um, so, anyways, that's what I like about it, too. Because there's, like, a bunch of little breadcrumbs that you can go look back on later. I think that'll be fun. Or that's what I like. Like, go back to the wiki in a year from now and go think about all these little tiny things that kind of popped up and went away. That's something that I like about the... Um, <clears throat> about the um the current like uh spotify thing the um the wag die i forgot the actual name of it um but it's it's great because it's like telling stories not the one that they just told about like the pilgrims and i just almost forgot that that entire thing that they we were all hanging into a hole with with a rope you know like and then everyone died like it's just so great so it's like i love that it's still kind of back there still we're not so current you know it's so it's 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 cool we have so much media coming in a little bit is in the future a little bit it's in the past and i don't know it's 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 great to to have all this time to just be able to soak it all in and also i've slowly been getting into the habit of going into the wiki and just going into the chapters and kind of just looking and reading and and just finding cool things that i even forgot you know um so I applaud you guys for keeping all that like so well organized and the images and the the, the the graphics and stuff. So amazing. Yeah, we gotta schedule our next wiki jam sometime in January, I suppose. 
Yeah, there's actually there's the uh, the wiki was kind of down last week, but it's kind of back up, and now it's time to like uh, fill in. There's actually a bunch of missing stuff in there. It's like a perpetual project, but um, that's the way it goes with a, a perpetual storyline. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at the top of the hour. We're going to push it to community highlights because we have something special planned for this Yuletide episode. We want to do some wag wag die superlatives, um, which are these arbitrary rewards, not rewards, awards, um, that we want to just shout out certain community members. Um, and I, we encourage you guys to, if, if there's someone you want to shout out, just, just come up and, and do it. Um, the first one, we want to shout out Miss Chivio. He gets the Surprise Whale Award. Uh, Miss Chivio is someone who was in the project early on, but he he kind of disappeared mid-adventure there. And he came back, and he had basically sold all his Rangas at the, at, at the top. And he just wailed into Wagdai. And, he, he, you know, he scooped floors. And now he's super committed. He has more talks than he has Wagdai's. So he's not sure what he's going to do. But uh, shout out to Miss Chivio. Right on, yeah. Uh, I also want to shout out uh, uh, Errant Sisav. Uh, I, I award the, the, the underappreciated Puzzle Solver Award. Homie, I, <laughs> during all of the Artifacts Magister puzzle solving, actually almost every time there's a puzzle coming up, dude, like you're in there fucking solving it. And like... Usually you end up with the right answer or put people on the right track. And I feel just like, dude, it's like the backbone of us getting through some tough times. And I don't think you get enough credit for it. So I wanted to make sure that I nominated you for the the underappreciated Puzzle Solver Award. Yeah, like there's nothing that I feel more helpless on than a puzzle where I'm just like watching you guys. And... <laughs> Any puzzle that is not how my brain works. You know what's funny? I always think, God, my brain just doesn't work this way. It just does not. Like, all those, like, you remember, like, Monkey Island, all those games? Like, I could never figure those out. I would give up straight up just every time. As a kid, now, like, it's just a thing. Let's keep it trucking. Rolinarama, we have for you Wagdi's Bitch Award. This is a self-proclaimed title, okay? If you don't trust me, go click his profile and take a look. Um, but I, I can't imagine how many community members might have gone to you and asked for a pixel favor. Because your art is just perfectly in line with the entire project ethos. And you're always willing to help people out with their storytelling and their side projects. So shout out to you, Rolinarama. Um, we got one for Lost Cowboy the Spaces Maestro Award. I think you were the very first community member to start LARPing your own space. And it's a tradition that you've really kept up for the Dark Blades Guild. And, you know, it's simply amazing. I think because of you doing that, other people have been inspired to do their own spaces too. So shout out to you. Uh, I'm a... Yeah, dude, for real. Um, I want to throw the uh, Jack Kirby Award to Brennan64. Uh, I think we all know why the Lost Pilgrim comic is an is an absolute masterpiece. And uh, like like we've we've we sung your praises plenty in this episode, but take it one more time. Uh, you're doing you're doing really good work, giving us our our first real uh, Wagdai comic with continuity and issues. And uh, looking forward for more. Um, Prince 
my buddy, my love, Prince, uh, Community Guru Award. Dude, uh, throughout this year, the uh, Wagdai.world um, has been essential, uh, an, an essential community tool that um, integrate. It's like, it's this wonderful piece that's at the center of like the dev creation side of things where they're making locations and it's running the, you know, official staking contracts, the community created side where it's pulling in stuff from the wiki and all our storylines. So like, you're like at this like apex there. Um, and, and it's, uh, I just want to, I want you to know that your work is, is super appreciated and I'm looking forward to seeing how you uh, continue to grow. Um, Cause I, I've, I'm apologies if I've got this wrong, but like, this wasn't uh, wasn't your your first uh, or wasn't something you were super super experienced in. You took some education uh, getting here, and so uh, I, I want to acknowledge that growth as well. Also, Prince Community Guru, because you you go in the public square and you tag people and you try to stir up conversation and interactions. And uh, I I've been in the tavern with you and how you speak to others and try to encourage them. So shout out to you. Um, don't feed the wolf, Master Archiver Award. Um, he uh, Wolf champions a lot of things that I think other people overlook. Right? He's he's always trying to develop and and evolve the way Wagdai operates and presents its different mechanics. Right? He did that player handbook. Um, he did his LARPing through. I don't, story writing chapters minted on manifold that he did and you know kind of archiving it there on web3 the blockchain so that you know it, it can sustain in its own record keeping um so shout out to wolf uh oxg the official dev do something award uh anytime there is a solidity question anytime there is a discord bot idea anytime there is game development whatever anybody needs anything uh, OXG, you've been the guy that everybody's run to all year. Um, uh, <laughs> whether you wanted to take on that burden or not, uh, you've handled it well. So uh, another big, big cheer on that. Brennan, uh, Council of Six, true dev award. Um, I'm taking his word for it that he uh, he helped facilitate the advent of steering. Um, but to see him him kind of go from conclave rep to the treaty staker to you know th this kind of behind the curtains role he's fully adopted now i think that's a true journey so shout out to council of six and for let's be real like one of the biggest community uh generated events within the whole space the death of the treaty is like 20 percent of the experience this year <laughs> and like uh, I think without you being willing to like throw such heavy dice, I don't think that our story would be as uh, gripping and as uh, what it is. So it was a huge contribution having you play those big roles and, and take those big swings that, that a lot of us could never even dream of taking. Uh, sports, my homie, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, show, I'll throw a shout out uh, for supporting the wiki super early, helping us on the tech, tech side. And then once, uh, you know, vanishing from the project for a while, but returning um, in our hour of need to help uh, to help bring it back from the brink of destruction. So I wanted to thank you for that. Shouting out Merlin for the Dungeon Master Award, obviously facilitating um, our quests 
and doing all the art too. And, you know, I just imagine King, you've, you've done, you've run tournaments, right? And I'm thinking the administrative and logistics that must go behind running a quest live, you know, tracking the burns, posting the tweets, making the uh, polls, just that's must require insane coordination. Um, So shout out to Merlin. We always appreciate your creativity and, uh, I know you're taking a break from this stuff, but looking forward to seeing more. Um, Itibashi Metro, the GOAT Award. You, I mean, perpetually sporting the Ether Orcs PFP, right? But always persistent in how you're supporting the Wagdai community. Shout out to you, your generosity and your support in terms of commenting and retweeting everything the Wagdai community puts out priceless we really appreciate you can i comment on this one yes sir itabashi metro you are the perfect example of the type of holder a project wants you you communicate with everybody you post anything you get excited about every little thing that happens you're always there in the comments you're always there You're, you're participating you're the true definition of an enjoyer and you're in all the good projects, man. I love it. I love it. Dude, you are the GOAT, man. I mean it, and I'm not just saying that because you told me I could pick the head pop. Dude, you are an amazing dude. I love you to death. Love to see your participation. And it, it's refreshing, man. I love that people get so excited about what other people are doing here. And, uh, yeah, man, you're just a great holder. Like, you're a great participant, and, I, and I'm glad that, Josiah brought this up and and we could recognize you and not overlook those enjoyers in these projects. You know what I mean? I love it, man. Congrats to you, dude. Yeah, seriously. Congrats. I mean, you've collected so much of my art. So, and I, I always tell you every single day, almost how much I enjoy you. And um, also I just wanted to say, since you did win the auction, um, you know, I wanted to say that, whoever won the auction, I wanted to present kind of like a little extra thing. So you did indeed win. So I do have a canvas that I did paint and I kind of want to send it to you. Um, but I've also been thinking now, maybe if you have an idea or anything that you'd wish wag die related, not related, whatever, um, I'll put it on a badass canvas and, uh, seal it, send it to you wherever you are. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for, putting in the auction and uh, winning and always supporting the arts and everybody in this project for real. Dude, that's, that's so epic, man. To, to think that the Kimbo slice of Wagdai is making you a custom piece. Oh my God. On the, uh, on the, on the topic of, of good Wagdai. Yeah. I, I want to throw out uh, just a, a big shout out to Ibadashi for uh, uh, all, all the support, but on the topic of, of good Wagdai enjoyers, I have to throw my hat to Pandira. It has been, uh, I want to present him with the audio master award sponsored by Bose. Um, dude has leveled up our, uh, Wagdai recap episodes through the roof. Um, with his talent, he's been a pleasure to work with every, every time we've, uh, every episode I've, I've, I've brought to him, uh, never takes, uh, my, notes i'm I'm a, I'm a hard guy to work with <laughs> sometimes i'll be like oh this could be a little you know tighter or what if we what if we change that uh never complains about it genuinely enjoys the project 
uh and uh you know i just uh, a a good friend in the in the space so um audio audio master sponsored by bose is the is the least i could award him with at the tail end here uh shout out to tali the random pepe award how everyone knows that tali only communicates in the library through one modem and that's by that's through his uh it, wait it's not pepe it's that frog right what's that frog does he have a name that's a Pepe. That's a, okay. What are you talking about? It's, a big it's like a sad, drugged up Pepe, but yeah, it's a Pepe. That's <laughs> a Pepe, dude. The random drugged up Pepe award. That's you, Tali. Um, the I funny internet believe, frog award. I, I can't believe he, he copped Child of Her for two ETH. That, that's kind of insane to me. What a steal. What a steal. Uh, uh, I want to, I want to, I want to throw a, a, a word out. Most be- best dressed award goes to Cold World for sure. Um, helping out with uh, or bringing us all our Wagdai merch, uh, hats and all, uh, and and being an active player in the space uh, for 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 a very long time. Cold World, appreciate you, homie. And what you you think I'm gonna let you get out of here? Her silence <laughs> without an award. You get the big fucking trumpet award. Uh, <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. Yeah, dude, Silence, you've been... Uh, uh, God, I don't know how to describe you. <laughs> like, the best and worst person I've ever known. Oh, man. <laughs> Simultaneously. I was going to say, people really hate you and love you all at the same time. It's really funny. And uh, I really love you, and I'm so happy to have a person like you in this community for sure. I will say, like, the realest person in the community for sure. No matter what, like, I, I, I can expect you to speak your heart, and like, that's really valuable. Um, you're an honest person. Uh, I, even when I disagree with you, I still like hearing from you. So, uh, you know, I will, I will let you blare that trumpet as much as you want. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Y'all should y'all should have brought uh, Brennan Council of Six up here to to tell you the other side of the story. <laughs> I love that guy. We uh, give him an award. Oh, you guys be giving him award. Yeah, he has one. You can give him another one. Go award for it. Award for easiest character to get killed by a stone. I love it. All right, all right. We're not roasting people here. All right. Uh, no, I love Council Julian. Six. I do. Julian, you get the she who smiles. Um, Running She Who Smiles Out of the Job Award. Um, you know, I think if Wagdai is ever looking for a new narrator, you're the, you're the man for the job. Um, you know, people sh- people uh, highlighted your moment earlier about how you just came on the space and you you made quite an impact. And I think that's, that's continuing on. Um, so really looking to see you do more with Julian and with your other characters and with, with the project as a whole. Um, in the interest of time, um, we're we're gonna move on. We of course we we really wanted to give every single community member a, a shout out. Shout out to um, Poof. But Poof is a real mother, real 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 mother. And I always 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 will have love for you. You do the funniest shit. You're the most satirical ever. And you have burned so many goddamn wag die. And that's the true spirit. Always and forever, poof, you need your flowers. And also, you went over here and you swept up all of the wag die art. I mean, come on, man. Come, and you were battling out right now to get roles. Peace. Come on, man. Oh, 
beautiful. And you let people buy this piece. You didn't even go in and, and buy off bat last time. So uh, I got so much love for you, man. Uh, I love you, love you, love you, love you. Same to all y'all. So thank you. Yeah, I took, and I can take feedback. That's the taking feedback. They don't buy all the shit right away. <laughs> all right. We're going to wrap this up with a big one. Her silence. I think you have something special you want to share. I do. I do. And it's funny because he keeps saying in the Discord, why doesn't somebody bring him up so he can feel something? As if we would overlook the guy. Okay. I think we mentioned him a little bit earlier. Pandira. Love you to death, my friend. You are an amazing, amazing person in this project. Okay. When we talk about enjoyers, you are right up there, Itabashi. There's something I wanted to share. So you guys remember earlier this year, one thing that's kind of strange about Wagdon, right? It brought me to meet a couple other pet owners. And for some of you guys that don't give a shit about dogs and cats, whatever, okay? For those of us who have pets, they're companions. We love them to death. Poof loves his pets. I love my kit, my kitties, right? And when I was having some challenges and my boy Dexter was sick, right? Pandera reached out to me and he was the most encouraging guy and he shared his story as well, right? Luckily, my boy Dexter made it through. Unfortunately, at the same time, Pandera's loving, loving companion that he loves so much, to care for an animal in need takes a special kind of person, okay? It really does, because you give more than you may receive until, you know, other than the love that you receive, it takes a special type of person to accept a, a special needs animal, you know, to, to, to knowing that you have to put so much into that, you know, it's, it, it's just something else, you know, and, and Pandera, he's just a type of loving guy, that would do that. So Pandira, we actually made you something very special. We wanted to tribute you and memorialize Koku and Roland. Roland created this art and it's a one of one token of conclave from the community. It's not just me. I've talked to all the guys in the community about this. Like we all were excited to give you this. I'm about to make a post and I'm going to share it with you. And I'm going to send this token to your wallet. We wanted to, do, to immortalize Koku forever on the blockchain with a one of one token of conclave that was created by Roland, who volunteered to do this for free. And if Roland does anything for you other guys for free, please tip the shit out the guy, okay? The guy's amazing. He's got a heart of gold, okay? I love the guy. So from us, not just from me, from us to you, Pandira. We wanted to recognize you and celebrate you. And I'm going to make this post and share this for you here soon. And I'm going to send this to your wallet. It's literally a one of one Koku created by the infamous Roland. So we love you, man. We love you. And uh, <laughs> I know you said you're hoping somebody would shout you out. You had no idea. You actually got a one of one from the community. So that's how much we love you, dude. And I just wanted to share and, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop talking before I start crying, dude, because I love you to death. Let me see if I can share. I'm kind of drunk. Let me see if I can share this thing with the fucking chat. Yeah, yeah we got to we gotta pin it to the spaces. Cheers for organizing that silence. And, uh, and yeah, it's, I hope it's a, 
hope you enjoy it uh i love this community <laughs> a lot uh each of you um you've made this year like uh really special all right I think I, got it. I think i got it can you guys do i that? tell people all the time i don't do nfts anymore i just do wag that i know yes, sir that's like really like honestly without good people like y'all and just this year otherwise like I would I would have a lot less interest in sticking around in the NFTs. Um, so shout out to y'all. And look at this fucking beautiful cat. This is just dude. I got, I got to say, everybody I talked to about this thing was like, "Oh, that's cool. Let's do it." Even Brennan, like, yeah, even the most sour, <laughs> you know, crotchety. We love you, Brennan. Yeah. Dude, anytime I mess his counsel sticker, he talks shit back to me, and I love it. I love the guy to death for it. He talks so much shit to me, it makes my day. And I'm like, hey, I don't want this to be cheesy, okay? I know you're hater ass. Take a look at this. And he goes, no, sometimes cheesy is good. It's good. I'll mint it. Like, literally everybody I've talked to, like, he volunteered, Brennan volunteered to mint this under Tokens of Conclave, which I think is good because it symbolically represents all of us as a community. Roland was just all in to help make it. I talked to King about doing a space. He was all in to help. Josiah, all in to help. Like, everybody I've talked to is excited about this, and it's not for me. It's from the community. I just want to make that clear. Everybody thought this was something really special and wanted to get behind it. So, yeah, Pandera, we love you, dude. I hope uh, I hope you feel something, bro, because you're, you're joking about a – oh, fuck, my head's like – All right, King. Is there a something happening after this? Yeah, uh, I threw it up in the White Die community calendar, now available on, on Google Calendar, um, but also in the Discord. Uh, I figured it's holidays. This is the last show for the year. Um, we're going to be taking next week off of White Die Weekly so we can go and uh, uh, maybe get away from the desk for a little and enjoy some holiday stuff with family and that kind of thing. Um, but we are going to gather in the tavern in the Discord and just vibe out community style. You know, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, grab a snack, grab a drink, grab some water, whatever. I don't care. Uh, just pop in there and uh, feel the vibe. Enjoy the community as you please. This will be. Uh, this is our last show for the year, so I thought we'd uh, we close it out with a little little get together. Yep, keep the love going. Um... Uh, yeah, I guess that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Wagdai is a Web3-based project that utilizes theatrical storytelling with blockchain mechanics and fantasy role-playing to create an immersive adventure experience. This is our Yuletide episode, and uh, we'll see you guys 2023.